From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you for waking up early in the morning. Uh, What a, um, on one hand, what a discouraging moment in American history this is. But at the same time, I have to say, so it's, it's paradoxical at least. It's also a time, I believe, of great opportunity because I'm I'm ever more confident that the American people are going to take back their government after what we've been seeing. And it it is isn't just the Trump raid and it isn't just Peter Navarro in leg irons and handcuffs or the way that they treat certain people versus the way that they let actual criminals go free and unbothered think about this hunter biden in some chalet or whatever it is some mansion in uh in california or wherever he is uh and and the hell that's raining on trump and anybody in trump's orbit you've got this guy nobody ever really heard of before this uh scott perry congressman perry out of pennsylvania he's guilty of nothing but they grab his cell phone when he's with his family at an airport, when all this stuff could be handled very differently. I mean, look, the, the FBI, they let uh, Cheryl Mills, who was at least a witness, if not a person of interest in all the stuff that was going on. They let her stay right there with Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah, this is my attorney. Oh, really? But Trump can't have any attorneys, though. How do you like these rules? So at six, after the 645 break, I'm going to share with you my open letter to my fellow New Jerseyans. And it is my hope and my desire that that will spawn some good discussion in the seven o'clock hour when we open up the phone lines. It's, it's almost where do I begin uh, you know, they've been asking for President Trump to release all these things that he doesn't have. You're supposed to get a copy of the warrant. They they apparently did not give them a copy. You're supposed to get a list of everything that they took. They didn't get such a list. And the reason that I, I'm pretty confident that President Trump doesn't have anything that he can release is he has taken the Department of Justice seeking justice against the Department of Justice. That's that's ironic, isn't it? It's fantastic. And so they have to respond early next week. The president is asking for the warrant and everything that they took to be unsealed and to be released. So they come to Mar-a-Lago and the attorneys can't stay. Get out. I think Kimberly Guilfoyle might be right. Who knows if they, I mean, this is a, this is a criminal operation we've got going on now. 
at the highest levels. I wouldn't put it past them to have planted evidence, to have planted bugging devices. I know Donald Trump, believe me, that Mar-a-Lago has been completely swept. So the Justice Department has to file a response to the motion to unseal no later than this Monday. Trump attorney Christina Robb talked a little bit about this federal judge, Bruce Reinhardt, the Obama contributor. That's fantastic, isn't it? And she confirmed that it is Reinhardt who signed off on the warrant application. This never, never should have been approved. It's such a shame that we don't have a judiciary anymore. We have politicians in robes. There's just nothing is working right anymore. The entire country is broken. Isn't it sad? A country that has worked so incredibly well. You have to acknowledge whether it's openly or at least privately to yourself, we are very close to losing the country. This much I know. You cannot continue like this. You cannot have the Soviet-style tactics. You just can't have the complete lawlessness. I mean, so much criminal evidence against Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and all of them, and nothing And yet all we do is get inundated by basically innocent people being harassed by this government. And I keep telling you, if they'll do it to them, they'll do it to you. I don't want to see it happen to you because it's very unpleasant and it's expensive. Very stressful. But wait until one of those 87,000 new IRS agents gets at you. Then you're going to get it. Then you'll understand. Oh, my God, I lived my whole life. And and this this is what's happening, you know, at this stage. Just awful. These are awful people doing absolutely terrible things, and they have to be stopped. Look, I do not, you know me, I do not ever, Subscribe to violence. But for the only thing, Merrick Garland, that punk ass, nothing, nothing out of his mouth. Christopher Ray, nothing. He's got to go. Niedermeyer, they all got to go. The only thing he has said is he's got a big mouth. When it comes to saying how concerned and uh, people are threatening FBI agents with violence because of the Trump raid, let me reject let me reject all forms of that. I don't want any of that. Nobody should stoop to any of that. Don't give these animals what they want. This gave Christopher Ray something he could talk about that wasn't what he should be talking about. Like, why did you do this? Who does this? The president of El Salvador said he's aghast. This is not what you you think could even happen in the United States of America. 
Representative Claudia Tenney, who's an attorney, I find her to be absolutely brilliant and on point at all times. I, I'm, I'm literally waiting for the first time I disagree with her on something. I'm not looking for it, but it just hasn't happened. She said that this expanded IRS would be the Democratic militia. It's what it is. Look, something like 85% or 80%, very high number of all audits happen to people making $75,000 or less. Understand, they're coming for you. There's 700 billionaires in America. So if they assign 100 to each of them, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, however many you want to assign to all them, there are still tens of thousands ready to come after ordinary citizens. And they're just going to be, I I believe that they're going to be just targeting people. Do you remember when Obama, this is all coming back, all of it, when Obama had Lois Lerner and they were going after all the conservatives and the conservative not-for-profits? Remember, we had him on air many, many times about it. He was on every Friday for 20 years, Gary Aldrich. They destroyed his not-for-profit, was literally destroyed by Obama, Biden, and the IRS. They had done nothing wrong. There was no reason for it, except they can do it, or they feel that they can do it. So they put him in a position where they were in suspended animation. They couldn't raise money. They were under suspicion. Think about that. You're trying to raise money. And they have you under federal investigation. And so they they basically just ceased to exist. And then, of course, they were vindicated. But their organization had already been destroyed. So Representative Tenney talking about the IRS will be the Democrat militia. It's absolutely true. Incidentally, you should see all the uh, ammunition and arms that they're buying. Do you know these other heavy-handed bureaucracies have more weapons than the military? It's unbelievable what's going on. If you're not awake, you better get awake. Because this November 8th is for all the marbles. If they win, we don't have a country anymore. Understand that. No exaggeration. If they win, we lose. And we we don't just lose an election and, ha, shucks, we'll be better and stronger next time see you next time out no no if they win we lose our country we don't just lose an election this has to be and you've got to have the stomach for it this has to be a two-year push to win the house the senate and the presidency and then we reset the country Again, and Trump has the opportunity to make America great again, again. We'll be back 
Tommy Laren is up with our Fox News commentary. I am early in the morning. Get ready for your phone calls coming up in the next hour. And my, well, I guess it's blistering, my blistering open letter coming up right before we go to your phone calls. So I'll do that at the end of this hour, and you'll have the whole 7 o'clock hour to respond or to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Fox News commentary. If the left thought the raid on Mar-a-Lago would end Trump's political career, they were oh so wrong. In fact, thanks to the hit job, Trump is shattering fundraising records. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's 9-11 Never Forget mobile exhibit is a tribute to all who lost their lives on 9-11 or from 9-11 related illnesses. It's a high-tech tractor trailer that transforms into a museum to educate people of all ages about America's darkest day. The mobile exhibit has traveled across the country and has welcomed over 600,000 people. Visit it in a city near you. Do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. Mega crowd is reinvigorated and more fired up than ever, and they're putting their money where their mouths are. According to Eric Trump, the morning after the raid, the Donald J. Trump website experienced a massive influx of donations, raising more in 24 hours than ever before in recent history. From April to June, the former president's committees raised about 18 million bucks, and though that's an impressive total, it was actually down from the three months prior. Well, that's all changing now. As Eric Trump correctly noted, the American people are ticked off. And if there's one thing I know about the mega movement, its members are resilient, riled up, and ready for a fight. You don't see that kind of enthusiasm for Joe Biden never have and never will and for good reason build back better is not only a bald-faced lie its movement is non-existent and I've never seen anyone with that slogan on a hat I'll tell you that I'm Tommy Laren and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com hey Sean Hannity here join me today at three but now back to Hurley in the morning right here on WPG talk radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM South Jersey's talk station. Thank you, Sean. 24 minutes past the hour, one minute into the break. Now, I I want you to um, sort of envision this. Unless it's really coming down hard, I don't hear the rain in our studio. I mean, the the walls are soundproof. They're perfect for broadcasting. It's it's an amazing uh, facility that we have. And the company has just done a great job with with all the tools that they provide us with. We're very, very fortunate. I mean, third largest broadcasting company in America. You don't hear that enough. Uh, so we're very, very fortunate, and we know it. So when I hear the rain, it is torrential because it's a metal roof. And I remember when I, I did a TV show for about three years at then Suburban Cable. I really loved it. Hurley in the evening, maybe you remember it. Uh, I loved it. We did 100 shows. I think it was two years we did the show. 100 shows. And that's cool, you know, because if you do 100 shows, you get into syndication. We did exactly 100. And there was ownership change and things like that. So they, they, all the local programs ceased to exist. We had the, I was told by Bob Pipperato, we had the, and Bob Lund, we had the number one rated show on a Friday night. In the seven o'clock hour, I believe, possibly eight, but I think it was seven. Uh, I could probably go back and, and check that. But when it would rain torrentially, you would hear it on that metal roof as well over then suburban cable in Absecon. So I loved hearing it 
I'm washing my car right now. I'm doing a great job and happy about that. And we've needed this rain. We've needed it. And I went to Dark Sky, which I um, really just trust. And it said the rain was going to start, and it did. Told me 10 minutes it would be stopping. Now, it says the rain will stop in 45 minutes, but there is rain in the forecast until 1 p.m. today. And then, let's see, tomorrow there is a 45% chance of rain. But I think that's probably more like overnight because I'm in tomorrow's forecast. It doesn't show any rain. So this is mostly uh, today and whatever tonight event, although I don't see any more rain after 1 p.m. And then the weekend looks absolutely fabulous. Zero percent chance of rain on Saturday. And let's see. 81 degrees for the high. 82 degrees on Sunday. Basically no chance of rain, like a 13 percent chance of rain then on monday 96 percent chance of rain and believe it or not the high will be 77 and that's on the mainland colder along the shore uh tuesday 68 percent chance of rain let me check something it's so far out it doesn't really matter and as someone that does outside events i don't really even sweat i look at it but I don't really I don't really sweat the weather until you get three, four, five days out, something like that. But let's see the long term forecast if the uh right now it ooh, this could be good. Eighty six on the mainland, so that means probably be low eighties along the coast. No rain in the forecast. I'm I'm talking about air show day. Like, you know, like you can read my mind. Uh, Wednesday, August 24th. Too far out for me to get excited about that, but that looks pretty good. I was mentioning Representative Claudia Tenney of New York. Listen to this one very closely. She said, and I quote, we have a judge in Florida who's actually a magistrate. He's not an elected judge. He is someone who in June actually recused himself from a case involving Hillary Clinton and President Trump. And now suddenly he isn't recusing himself and issues a search warrant without what appears to be legitimate probable cause. Interesting, isn't it? Let me give you one other thing that's very disturbing. Congresswoman Tenney also condemned the Biden administration. They provided China I mean, if you don't think, I know it gets me almost stuttering. If you don't think that Joe Biden is compromised with China, why would he give revolutionary battery technology through a license transfer that nobody's talking about? We spent six years with our greatest scientists doing this and spending many, many millions in taxpayer dollars to come up with this technology, this revolutionary battery technology, and then we just give it to China. Why would we do that? They are literally 
if not our first 1-1-A, Russia and China, our most significant geopolitical threat. Why would we give them this? And why did Bill Clinton give supercomputer technology to China? Why is it the Democrats that are always doing this? Obama wanted to let all the Russian generals kind of come on in and see every secret we have with our, our nuclear weapons. Fantastic. Great, great strategy, Barry. We're Sotero these days, Barry Sotero. You just can't even, you can't even make this stuff up. It's impossible to even process what they are doing to undermine America on a daily basis. It's like they wake up. How can we screw America today? Back in a few. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. It is 31 minutes past the hour. Harry Hurley with three stories. Actually, I'll give you four that you can follow on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Quote, you bring me the man, I'll find you the crime. That's the exact quote, by the way. Not show me the man, I'll show you the crime. You bring me the man, I'll find you the crime. You'll understand when you read my article. It's an open letter. To my fellow New Jerseyans, armed police and canine dogs may be coming to Atlantic City schools, but I think a lot of the teachers and. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Our slow descent toward cooler, more comfortable weather continues today. We do have some showers and thunderstorms moving through South Jersey early this morning. It'll be a mostly cloudy day with gradual clearing this afternoon. Humidity slowly dialing back, high of 86. A few clouds tonight and maybe a quick rain shower, low 68. Not humid tomorrow with a mix of sun and clouds, high of 82. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Finding great candidates to hire can be like free. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Thank you. Welcome back. It was still downpouring until about a minute ago. I like it. Uh, We need it. We need it bad. So uh, let, let it happen. 37 minutes past the hour, this portion of Hurley in the Morning, brought to us in part by my friends at United Methodist Communities at the Shores. So if you are considering senior living options for yourself or a loved one, I unconditionally recommend United Methodist Communities at the Shores in Ocean City. Why? Glad you asked. Here's why. It's fully remodeled, private apartments, two beautiful restaurants, a bistro, On-site fitness center, best of all, a stroll of three short blocks, and you're on the famous Ocean City Boardwalk and Beach. They do a great job. They're at 2201 Bay Avenue in Ocean City. To learn more about United Methodist Communities at the Shores in Ocean City, call 609-399-8505. That's 609-399-8505. Now, once in a great while, and I should do it more. But once in a while, I will give you a movie review. So I knew that um, the Baz Luhrmann musical biopic Elvis, the movie, would be coming out available to either rent or own yesterday. So it, it wasn't 
an inexpensive movie either. It's, some are much more affordable. Like you can buy them for nineteen ninety nine and and prices in in about that range. This was either rent it and you'd have it for two days for nineteen ninety nine or own it for twenty six ninety nine. Which one do you think I went with? Exactly. I bought it. I couldn't justify twenty dollars to have it for two days. And if I got busy and I didn't get a chance to watch it, you ever do that? I try not to rent movies because I get interrupted and then I don't watch it and then I rented it for nothing. So I bought it. To be honest, I wasn't crazy about the price, $26.99, but I was very interested in this Austin Butler who I had never heard of prior to uh, him being selected to play Elvis. He was fantastic. Now, I have to say, and I I don't want to spoil it, but I'm going to say it anyhow. Tom Hanks, who's one of the greatest actors of our lifetime. I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan of his acting. Uh, His politics suck. Not a fan of his politics, but I am a fan of his acting. However, not in this role. He, He is actually terrible. He's no good. First of all, I didn't know Colonel Tom Parker, but I actually, after the movie, I went to YouTube clips. And not just one. I watched about three or four. Because I'm trying to figure out what the hell is Tom Hanks doing with this over-the-top, put-on German accent that Parker didn't have? He didn't have an accent, really. He sounded a bit like people that you would hear speak in Memphis with with that bit of an accent. Not this German thing that uh, that, that Tom Hanks was doing. So I have to actually, I haven't had a chance, and maybe I'll do it. I'll do it at the, the, the next break in about four minutes. I want to find out if there's anything on this. Like, why did he do that? The prosthetic nose he has on also, it's almost like Cyrano de Bergerac. I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even think that's correct. But it is a very wonderful performance by Austin Butler. Just wow. He he became Elvis. Truly a great performance. The exact opposite for Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. He was a distraction with this thick, unnecessary accent. Then then when I familiarize myself and I'm hearing maybe I'll I'll even do it. I'll try to grab a clip of Tom Hanks and then I'll grab a clip of actual Colonel Tom Parker. It's 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 so bad. I mean, you know, when you you do a, a movie like an Elvis movie, you got to nail it. You got to do what what Austin Butler did. You got to bring it. And I don't understand. There was so much material out there where Tom Hanks could have just listen to what I'm not saying there's no accent 
with Colonel Tom Parker, but not not like what Tom Hanks did here. Let me go see if I can put this together. Ah, but I, I don't I don't I don't think I have time. I might have to do it tomorrow. Maybe I'll do it. You know what I'll do? We're going to visit tomorrow about all the summer music that's been taking place. You, you talk about a just a epicenter for great music this summer with what Carmen Murata has been doing with um, the summer concert series that they've been doing in Atlantic City. What um, Summer's Point has been doing with outdoor entertainment, what the Ocean City Music Pier has been doing with an amazing indoor lineup, then all this country stuff that's been happening and the and the additional outdoor entertainment uh, concerts that are coming. I mean, right around the corner. It's it's unbelievable. This could be we'll see what Don Hurley has to say about it tomorrow morning in the eight o'clock hour. But it could be. It sounds crazy, but it might be the greatest summer of live music concerts in Atlantic City history. I mean, I want to say how how can it be? I don't remember ever this much going on. You had what was going on barefoot and country stuff in Wildwood. You've got the thing that just got finished. You have what's coming up with all these different country performers uh, performing in different locations, even different sets. The summer concert series, the summer's point, the ocean city. It's got to be the greatest summer of live music ever in Atlantic city. It's got to be. And if it's not, somebody prove it. Name a time when there was more. All right, I'm not going to have time to do uh, Hanks as Colonel Parker and Colonel Parker as Colonel Parker, but it's not It's not good. It's not a good comparison. Uh, but I will share with you my open letter to my fellow New Jerseyans. It's next, and it's pretty unplugged. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right, I like to under-promise and over-deliver. So I went against what I was saying heading into the break, and I pulled up a clip. I'm not going to be able to do both right now, but I want you to hear the actual Colonel Tom Parker, Elvis's manager. And uh, very uh, unsympathetic portrayal of of Colonel Tom Parker uh, in the new Elvis movie. Uh, This Colonel Tom Parker, uh, if it's true, I mean, he's was just a terrible, terrible man. But listen to Colonel Tom Parker. This was an interview on ABC Nightline with Ted Koppel on August 15th. 1987 and he did very few interviews you might remember or maybe don't remember elvis didn't do merv griffin he didn't do the tonight show colonel tom parker uh just went a whole different route they went right right to the people he he never had him he never had elvis do any of those shows (laughs) 
here we go. And Don Hurley, he has uh, an autograph from the real colonel and a picture and all. He said, "From the it's gone now. It just popped up on my screen, and I have to, I don't have time to to go get it now, but because I, I need to play this clip." Uh, but it says something like, uh, from the real colonel, and Tom Hanks is no colonel. All right, so here is the real colonel. I think mine was the least part. But explain it to me. What was it? What well, did you do uh, for him to, to, to help bring him to the public's attention? I, I did all the promotion, the outdoor advertising, and he did the show on the stage, and the fans made it possible. You can promote all you want to, but if the people don't want to buy a ticket, it doesn't help. So people will not stop texting me, and I even say I'm playing a clip from this, and they just keep texting. It's amazing. Uh, and when you text, you lower my volume on the audio clip. So anyhow, you've heard, and it just keep keep on doing it. Keep on texting, please. Just never stop. Uh, so uh, you just heard Colonel Parker. There's no accent whatsoever. I mean, Tom Hanks is like a combination of I don't even know what. Colonel Klink uh, from Hogan's Heroes, Polar Express meets uh, I don't even know. It, it's it's so bizarre. And I from the moment I, I'm watching him with this cartoonish. How do they even who said this is good? Like like this is we're going to go with this. I, I would have said, hey, listen, you're a legend, Tom, but you suck here. In this, you got What are you doing? I I don't know if if Baz Lerman was or Baz Lerman was afraid to um, uh, to to who knows direct him or, uh, but it isn't. I I don't want to ruin the movie for you, but Tom Hanks does his best to try to ruin the movie. Other than Tom Hanks, now I will say the movie, and I'm okay with it. Some people don't like this. It moves around a lot. You got to really pay attention because it jumps years, 20 years at a clip. And there are some that have given it reviews that it's scattered and it's all over the place. And I, I can see why someone would say that. All right. So I think tomorrow I'll play with with Don in the eight o'clock hour. We will play the real Colonel Parker that you just heard from with basically no accent at all. Uh, with um, side by side with Tom Hanks's interpretation. Now he couldn't have gotten that. That doesn't exist. So he 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 invented that. And I don't know why you would do that in a movie like this, which was going for realism, and why he would create this German. Colonel Parker. It, it, it just it it confounds me. I, I just don't understand it. About four o'clock this morning, this is what was on my mind, so I decided to write an open letter to my fellow New Jerseyans about my thoughts. When one major political party acts alone with no input or support whatsoever from the other side. The end result is typically disastrous, such is the case with a series of disturbing things that have been occurring with increasing frequency in the run-up to one of the most consequential elections 
in American history. Let's take the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which passed in the United States Senate 50 to 50 with Vice President Kamala Harris breaking the tie for a 51 to 50 Democrat win. Immediately following the vote, suddenly it was no longer called the Inflation Reduction Act. Now it's being touted as a health care and climate change bill. Somehow, in this massive $750 billion piece of legislation, is a component to add 87,000 additional IRS agents. Why? The president has promised that no new audits of the American people will take place. Absolutely no one believes this. Currently, the vast majority of IRS audits occur with people who earn less than $75,000 per year. United States Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, who represents the 22nd Congressional District in New York, says that the larger IRS bureaucracy will, quote, be the Democrats' militia. Then there was the chilling and unprecedented raid of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home in Florida. This sends the perfect threatening message to the American people. If we'll do this to him, imagine what we will be willing to do to you. Talk about chilling. The federal raid featuring dozens of armed federal agents is the type of thing that you typically see in a banana republic not in the supposed freest nation in the history of the world. Recently, United States Congressman Scott Perry of Pennsylvania 10th Congressional District was with his family at an airport when suddenly the FBI showed up, interrupted him, seized his cell phone in full public view. Perry is not the target of any federal investigation whatsoever. He's merely caught up in the Trump orbit. A few months ago, Former Trump White House staffer Peter Navarro was forcibly taken from an airport in leg irons and handcuffs. Navarro's office, for your information, if you didn't know this, is located directly across the street, literally across the street from the same federal law enforcement agents who purposefully chose to grab him and create a public spectacle. These Soviet-style tactics are a dangerous abuse of power, which the American people must demand that this stop without delay. The Biden administration is changing the very fabric of our country as a free society with these harsh tactics and various star chamber proceedings that have been escalating in a disturbing fashion. It's very Soviet Union-like. Quote, you bring me the man, I'll find you the crime said Laurentary Beria, chief of the Soviet secret police. This is exactly what all these current tactics look like. By comparison, Hillary Clinton and James Comey improperly maintained federal records that they should never have had in their possession in the first place, yet they never experienced anything like this. No FBI raids, no heavy-handed tactics whatsoever. During the Mar-a-Lago raid, President Trump's attorneys were not even allowed to be present, yet Cheryl Mills was allowed to be present with Hillary Clinton. The November 8th general election has now taken on even more significance. You cannot overstate how important the election is. So what I want to do is when we come back in just a little bit, 
We're going to go in a little over a minute from now. Six minutes later, I hope you are on the phone lines. 609-407-1450. If you have a reaction to my op-ed piece, my open letter, I'd love to hear it if you agree or disagree. Because as usual, uh, Democrats seem obligated to say, oh, this is fair. This is no, no, I have no problem with what happened. Yeah. What if Trump was president and they did this over at Biden's house? Joe Biden at Jim Biden's house and Hunter Biden's place. Wonder who pays for Hunter Biden's uh, Malibu mansion. So if you have any reaction to, the, to my piece, uh, the time is going to be yours. 609-407-1450. Coming up at 8 o'clock. And I never predict because the time is his. But I'm going to be shocked if John Zarek doesn't speak about the raid on President Trump's home. Because that is just, it's so over the top and so unnecessary. Especially when... There was cooperation going on. The president had already turned over 15 boxes and they were negotiating other things. They're actually trying. I, uh, some have said this and uh, I laughed about it, but they are actually trying to make it because Trump is the one they'd love. They'd love to do him in on his own uh, thing that he signed. They're, they're trying to make it that he committed a federal crime by having these particular documents. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. Stasi. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right, I did text the uh, backstage guru, Don Hurley, uh, the the music aficionado, and he does agree with me that I, I posed the question to him, do you agree with me this summer has featured more live music concert events than ever before in Atlantic City history? And then I put, I'm counting Ocean City and Summer's Point in this comment. Uh, yeah, and Don has been at a lot of it. Maybe we'll recount some of that. He's been at uh, much of it, ton of it. And there's still a lot more to go. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen the um, the schedule of the upcoming concerts with um, Luke Bryan and all these uh, uh, giants in country country music? Country music is amazing. If When you watch the Elvis movie, you will see how Elvis blended basically country and African-American rhythm and blues. That that really is that's the cross between how Elvis became Elvis, obviously the moves and everything on top of all that. But uh, that's what his whole sound was. Six, oh, nine, four, zero, seven, fourteen, fifteen, open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. How are you doing? Peter, I'm well. Thank you. I didn't get a chance to read your article yet because I'm coming home from work. But uh, in addition to 
the way you uh, phrased it about uh, we're slipping into Soviet Union tactics. Uh, I could, I can't say. I'm not going to go one further, but the way I interpret it, it's uh, SS style tactics because they did the same thing. Well, that's why I threw in Stasi. Uh, Stasi people, some people falsely believe that that's Russian. It's German. Uh, this is a cross of combination between uh, the Soviet Union and and the Stasi. It really is. And that was the East German police. The yeah, Stasi. I, I, I take your word on that. I, I'm not versed enough to know precisely the the jurisdictional you know assignment of it. But I knew it was German. And basically, they took world. I wouldn't be surprised after the Second World War if they hired uh, leftover uh, SS uh, personnel and they threw in a few KGB. And with a little bit of both, you got the Stasi, mm. you know. Uh, but like I said, you know, in my years, and I would always respect my elders by three months. <laughs> um, this this is something beyond compare. Uh, neither one of us or any of our list, your listeners, would ever think this could ever happen. No, I mean, you look at just the few examples that I raise in my uh, open letter with respect to what they did to President Trump unprecedented 250 years of history no president has ever had a raid like this and you think about all the wild people throughout the centuries we've had nobody would have ever thought of ever doing anything like this this is beyond anything that anyone had ever considered doing then you throw what they did to peter navarro in leg irons and i mean they don't put real criminals in leg irons and and the way that they do anybody that's associated with Trump Manafort they did it to him he was doing the duck walk with the with the leg irons and everything uh the uh the senator from not not senator congressman Perry from Pennsylvania grabbing him in an airport they are they are more heavy-handed and more un-american than anything i've ever seen oh yeah yeah and if I could just break subject and close my call, uh, in New York, a six-year-old girl was punched and her scooter was stolen. A six-year-old girl. Yeah, they don't care, Peter. They have I no mean, value for life. I mean, yeah, they don't care. How about the older lady? They pushed her right down the escalator, and then she caught herself halfway down, and the person went down and pushed her the rest of the way. Broke her arm, broke her leg, broke all kinds of stuff. They don't care. There is a just a loss of the value of human life, uh, and there's no punishment. The people that do these things, they're free within hours. It's 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 a horrible time in American history, but we can we can correct it. This is this doesn't have to be how it ends, but this election is everything, and then the one after it. Even more so. But this is everything right now. And I know this. uh, This probably will bring Trump into the race before the midterm, which is probably what the Democrats wanted. Their their only problem is everything they ask for turns out being bad for them. 
this is not good. Uh, Trump raised record funds in the past 24 hours. They're not winning. They, they, they think they are, but they're not winning with their tactics. Let's get in one more call before we've got about three minutes. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. You know, Harry, I'm sensing a theme. Uh, remember, so Trump's attorneys were not allowed to observe while the FBI ransacked Mar-a-Lago. Correct. Uh, as similarly, poll watchers were not allowed to observe the vote counters. Um, they were asked to leave. Remember, many of them had to stand really far away. So right, could- even though the law said that they were to be there and allowed to be there. Right, but look, but look at this. Look at what happened in the one instance. I believe it was in in Georgia, where they were sent home for the night, and as soon as they left the building, they start pulling the suitcases from under the skirted tables full of ballots. Okay, so you know, there's like a theme here. Um, I, I use this Barack Obama quote: "The only people who don't want to disclose the truth are people with something to hide." This is his quote. But that's there's a theme there. And the other theme is the, the same people who not that long ago wanted to have this disinformation board, right, are now doing this stuff with the IRS. And you and I have talked about this many times. You've seen Joe Biden. You've listened to him. This man does not have the cognitive ability to come up with this stuff. This is Lois Lerner redo this is barack hussein obama again and his minions who are doing this stuff. well they very well know if they freeze your checking account and your savings accounts they can ruin your life they can ruin your reputation you won't have any time to be a, a, a citizen activist or to get involved in anything you'll be afraid to get involved in anything and that's what they want they want the american people to be afraid of their government and look what we can do to you we will crush you we will crush anyone we will crush the former immediate past president of the united states you think we're going to be afraid to knock you out well you're exactly right and they used covid the same way fear to control okay and, and they create the emergency, which then gives them super, you know, duper powers. Okay. And, and he has extended the COVID emergency. Yes. Because we always, I said it from the beginning, they're intoxicated by this incredible dictatorial power. They will always have an emergency now. There has to be an emergency. Well, they, they established a precedent with COVID. So, so they can always go back to that when they want to do something similar. They can always say, well, we did it in this situation. So there's been a precedent now. But, you know, Harry, the same people who you look at January 6th where the cops opened the doors and ushered people into the Capitol, they call that an insurrection, but they, they will not call what happened to Donald Trump a raid. No, no, because they have to make it that it was a legal search warrant, even though it's very, very shaky. The magistrate, not even it's almost like the guy's a fake judge, not even a full judge uh, signed off on the thing. And I can't wait till it comes out and and we find out exactly what they were looking for. And then then the American people can say, wow, so you had to you had to raid. 
you just wanted the papers you and there was no evidence that the president was destroying any of it i mean so you just negotiate it's it's, it's administrative it's not criminal they make criminals out of things that that's what's called process crimes out of things that have never people like Dinesh D'Souza no one's ever been charged with what he's been charged with and they ruined him well I shouldn't say they ruined him he because he's he's too strong he came back stronger than ever but they messed him up they took his freedom away they have him under intensive probation even though he's out now and uh, it's just awful what what they think they're allowed to do we've got to we've got to get our country back and we know we lose it with these people, so we have to change. Even people who say that doesn't matter, go to the other side, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. To quote Danny Levinson, who admits Republicans aren't perfect, but we're better than they are. Much better. And then the only problem is don't, don't assume and don't expect that they're going to go after uh, Democrats the way that Democrats go after Republicans. I think you're going to see it now more than ever before. But it's just not the makeup. Republicans just don't believe in this kind of harassment and this kind of just unlawful, disgusting, you know, uh, tactics. So Democrats, when they win, they win. And when they lose, they think they win. We'll be back 609-407-1450 and open phone line. Your calls continue on early in the morning. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Christopher Ray has had Hunter Biden's laptop for almost two years. We know there are crimes on that laptop. We know it implicates Joe Biden. We know Joe Biden was the real quid pro quo guy. You're not getting a, a billion dollars unless you fire the prosecutor investigating my son being paid millions with no experience. How could you believe in equal justice or equal application of our laws in this country anymore? You cannot. And no, I don't trust the upper echelon. I don't have faith in our FBI leadership or the leadership of this DOJ anymore. And I don't trust them. And frankly, neither should any American at this point because of their corruption, their abuse of power. And it has been on display now ever since Trump landed in the political arena. Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. All right, we all know ammo is expensive and in short supply. Did you know you can train without ammunition at your house using Mantis X? The Mantis X firearms training system is a no ammo, all electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. Now, it simply attaches to your own firearm like a weapons light, and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes of using Mantis X. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. Now, the Mantis X has improved my shooting dramatically and is a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you must also act on your Second Amendment responsibility to be confident and competent in your shooting ability. Now, start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get your Mantis X now when you go to MantisX.com. That's one word, MantisX. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 23 minutes past the hour, 609-407-1450. Phone lines, well, they're not open now, but we're going to open some lines up as we take your calls. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hey, gracious. Good morning, Harry. Good morning. 
Listen, Harry, the other day, yesterday, in fact, I actually uh, uh, was on a Zoom webinar, com, you know, call with uh, basically representatives talking about the Inf Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> and all five of the people on this uh, Zoom uh, webinar that spoke for about nine to 12 minutes each all highlighted the same things, beating the drum. The wonderful tax provisions that it's going to have offered for everybody in small businesses, the health care benefits for employees that work for small businesses, and also the amount, the enormous amount of money for environmental policy changes. And they actually have a uh, environmental justice grant mm. that they're offering from everything to uh, for, for many municipalities. But the big thing that they kept talking about was the fact that the Affordable Care Act is going to get so much more money that there's going to be the tax provisions or hiring of the uh, IRS agents, which basically they do have, the IRS has special agents which are allowed to have uh, weapons. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't still understand why the uh, IRS people have over, uh, like, a more ammunition backed up than uh, most uh, police department or uh, special units. And well, they've made it now with this legislation. You will have the bureaucracy will have more ammunition and more weapons than the military has. Now, I'm not talking about the, the heavy uh, planes and all of that, but but guns. They're going to have more guns, more ammo. Uh, look, I will concede there is a prescription benefit you know, when you do something that's mostly terrible, you always put a couple of things in because you have to be able to sell it. So they got the AARP behind it because they just oh, they just never met a Democrat they don't love for some reason. It's amazing to me. They get it stuck to them and, and they just they it's crazy cats and ignats hit them in the face with a brick and just hearts swoon around their head. Uh, so they got the AARP in love with the. um the Medicaid and the prescription uh, enhancements. And there's a couple of good things that are in it, but it's horrifically bad in total. Well, well, the other thing that also was funny that I went to the IRS.gov um, website yeah. and it was down and everything, especially the uh, part where if you wanted to find out about how to become an IRA, IRS agent, it's amazing. And well, yeah, I guess that, they're they're revamping because they're going to be the new and improved IRS. So they got to take that website down because they'll be relaunching this brand new behemoth of a new and improved IRS. Well, I would hope that there would be some congressman or senator that would put in a little bill there, an amendment, that if the U.S. Army and other military branches of our government can't make their quota but the IRS agents can, then there's something wrong in Denmark, brother. Right. But as you know, the Democrats want this. And if Republicans put anything up, it goes nowhere. That's why we have to have the election and we've got to change the math. It's all got to change. Lance, outstanding call. Appreciate the perspective. No surprise that depending on what corner of the world you're in, what circle you're traveling in, you could hear wonderfully glowing uh, commentaries about the uh, but if they love it so much then why the second it was over did they change it from the Inflation Reduction Act to a health care and climate change 
uh, legislation. Lance, thank you for the call. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Good morning. Well, this Inflation Reduction Act um, includes roughly about $78 billion for the IRS. Now, that's to be phased in over 10 years. And there's a report estimating that such an investment would enable that agency to hire roughly 87,000 employees by 2031. But most of those hires would not be internal revenue agents and wouldn't be new positions. And you'll pick this Well, up. How, how do you hire 87,000 people and it's not new positions? How do you make something that will be bigger than three or four different departments combined? They are, they're definitely new positions. I don't know if because it's not a new classification, if, we're, if there's a semantics being played, but it's after doubling the size, they're going from 80,000 to 167,000. They have tremendous attrition coming. And according to the Treasury Department, the funds would cover a wide range of positions, IT techs, taxpayer services, support staffs, as well as uh, experienced auditors. And would, and of course they're going, there'll be large, the task force cracking down on, on corporate and high income tax evader, evaders. But you think about, like, we haven't gotten our tax return. It's been five months. I heard another gentleman six months. And for quite a while, there's been a, there's been a problem in and of itself. In, uh, in, uh, well, their technology is very old. It's a big problem. But it, you, I, I can't imagine that you trust that they, that they will do good with this. They're, they have an agenda here. There's no doubt in my mind. No, you're... No, I, you're right. Yeah. You know, no, I don't trust yeah. much about the IRS, but there is a big wave of attrition that's coming, and a lot of these resources are just about filling those positions. Now, this is coming from time, and I'm assuming uh, time. Yeah, but, but no, when they say they're going to hire 87,000 people over a certain period of time, they're not talking about attrition. They're talking about additional employees. All those positions that, that, that they want to fill from people that just leave – for retirement or whatever, uh, they'll fill them too. This is on top of all that. This isn't some grand, perfectly well thought out thing where, oh, we think we're going to lose this many people. So we're hiring 87,000 people to keep up with the attrition. No, this is in addition. And I don't care what anybody says, and I know you're not suggesting it, but they're coming after low income wage earners, middle income wage earners. They actually, the Democrats, didn't even put in some of the things that would have been even more harmful to to people that are richer. They got protected in this. Their lives don't change really at all. Wait till all these middle class people and lower income folks, wait till they get their audits and then they'll they'll understand what this was all about. I guess the point is, no, I'm no doubt that, you know, how insidious they can be. Uh, one could never probably fathom. But uh, remember, they called it the Inflation Reduction Act and, and 230 economists and the Congressional Budget Office all said that it, it increases inflation. So it's a lie on its face. You can't believe any of the words. They always have beautiful words. Affordable Care Act, Inflation Reduction Act. Build back better. Everything's always fantastic. 
the way they write it. Once they get the money, it's about what they do with it. Here's another one for you. I'd love to know why only 7% of all the COVID school money that's been sent to all these districts, they have not spent 93% of it. What are they doing? Isn't that crazy? It's disgusting. They've ruined children's lives. Some have committed suicide. Some are lost forever. Some are just completely lost for the moment and need redirection and need better teaching because they didn't do well with the um, the remote learning that was going on. I don't fault the teachers. They did the best they could. But some students could keep up and some couldn't. Some did not have connectivity. We've lost children and these districts have only spent 7% of that money. I say take some of that 93% in Atlanta County, for example, and do what Danny Levinson is talking about. Put the armed police officers and the canine dog in every single school so that schools are no longer a soft target and kids and teachers can go to school and know that they're going to be protected and that they're going to be safe. Let's not teach children about hiding in a closet or hiding underneath uh, a desk. Let's protect them. Would that be novel? Uh-huh. Harry, have you thought about calling Gary Aldridge? Yes. I as, yes, I, I, I am. Uh, and my brother would back, back me up on this. I said, I want it this Friday. No, but as early as the following Friday, we're going to try to do it. Oh, okay. So you couldn't do it in the next five minutes. <laughs> well, I, I have something already scheduled for this Friday. I know. Yeah, but we'll do it. Okay. All right. All right, Linda. Be well. Take care. We'll be right back. Don't go away on the phone lines. One open phone line, 609-407-1450. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley, here are the stories you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Quote, you bring me the man, I'll find you the crime. Quote, end quote. You'll find my piece. It's my open letter to the citizens of New Jersey on what's going on in our country. Armed police and canine dogs coming to Atlantic County schools. I think you're going to have a lot of pushback, unfortunately, by teachers and by administrators. It's a shame. And two stories on Congressman Van Drew. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. A cluster of thunderstorms has been working through South Jersey this morning. There have been some downpours and lightning strikes out there, so be careful. The rain is only a morning thing. It'll be mostly cloudy with gradual clearing this afternoon. Humidity slowly falling today. High temperature a seasonably warm 86. A few clouds tonight and maybe a quick shower, low 68. Not humid tomorrow. Sun and clouds with a high of 82. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Do you have questions about Medicare? For Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. 39 minutes past the hour, 609-407-1450. We're in wide open forum. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Harry, can uh, we just take a second to look at a timeline to put a little bit of a light that people aren't thinking about on what's happening in this country? Sure. Barack Obama got elected right after he got elected in his first term. One of the first 
things he had. He had a meeting with all the National Guard commanders throughout the country. And the question was, if we are confronted with an armed insurrection, can we depend on the National Guard to fire upon their fellow citizens to quash it? Well, what was Obama's mantra when he was running for office? We're going to fundamentally change the United States. Remember that? Yes, I do. Okay. When he had the meeting with the commanding officers and they got back to him, it was overwhelming that the National Guard troops said, no, we will not fire upon our fellow citizens because they're our neighbors, our friends, and a lot of times family. Second term, what was proposed by President Obama? National police force as well armed as our military. Do people remember that? Hope so. Well, uh, I, I hope they do. I know you, know you do. I do. And that idea, that idea got shot down real quick. Now, they know that they're facing a total, total wipeout of probably the House, maybe not the Senate, to where the, the objective of what they want to do in this country will be stifled for four, eight, or more years. So they're trying to push as hard as they can to get this through. Now, why do IRS uh, 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 agents have to be armed if they're going to be looking at tax <laughs> records and uh, coming to people's homes, conducting audits? Because in the Democrats' mind, they're looking for uh, uh, what they call black income, unreported income, and mostly in the poor, under-funded under, uh, people in this country that are trying to survive. And that's what they're trying to do. They're looking at the money. But once, if they get these people in, what is going to be the purpose of having 87,000 armed armed employees of the government are we forming a new Gestapo? You you divide 87... Well, uh, repres- I don't know if you heard me earlier, Eric. Representative Claudia Tenney said that the IRS is now the Democrats' militia. Oh, exactly, Eric. That's it. You're going to have thousands upon thousands per state of armed people that at a moment's notice can go to anyone's individual home, and the intimidation factor is just going to wipe our freedom totally away. If this is allowed to happen, Harry, the American public had better wake up before the only option that we have, ballots will correct it. Bullets will. Well, keep in mind, if they keep winning, and fortunately they're not going to, they will continue to change election laws. It's no coincidence that the Pew Research Center has just conducted a poll on the American people's opinion on would you prefer to elect your president using the popular vote or would you prefer to keep using the electoral college system? And because Democrats Democrats, and the Democrat media want in the same, they have really made it a full-time effort to poison the electoral college in the minds of the American people. Right now in this particular poll, uh, which was conducted June 27th to July 4th, I don't know why it's so long that they're reporting it a month and a week after that, but in any event, 
said they would like to elect the president using the popular vote. Only 35 percent would prefer to keep the electoral college system. And here's what they're not thinking. How New York and California and these disproportionate Democrat states, they will make smaller states completely irrelevant. Our founders knew that it was Virginia. Now it's California. They knew that you couldn't have, and it was a, a commonwealth, not a state, but the equivalent of a state, you couldn't have something that would have such disproportionate influence. So, but they have, once again, because they do it with market saturation level intensity, they can get public opinion against something that's good and make it bad and make something that's very bad and make it look good. And I can promise you if Democrats were winning the Electoral College and not winning the popular vote, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. This is the way they play the game. And they're actually good at it. But we better prove that we're better at it than they are. And we have to win. We will win on November 8th. It's a matter of how big. And then it's two years of nonstop focus on making sure that if if Democrats keep the Senate, that they lose it in 2024 along with the presidency. I would suspect on the glide path that we're on now, all three things will happen. It's just a matter of will two of them happen in less than 90 days uh, or will we have to wait two years? But at least we will get uh, a good portion of the change on November 8th, starting in the new year. Eric, I've got to run. Thanks for the call. More of your calls right after this. Don't go away. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. Because of you, we thank you for that. Uh, back to your call, 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hello? Good morning. Hi there. Hey. Hey, Harry. Hey, I was had a question for you. After uh, the Republicans and Trump repealed the Johnson Amendment in 2017, there's been a rise of right-wing hate groups and militias registering as churches. Do you think that's why the IRS is increasing their munitions? Uh, you can't pick one thing. I think it's more about control than it is about anything that's going on. But there's no question it's a more violent society. I'm not going to cite that as cause and effect uh, because I don't think there's any evidence to prove that. Uh, but there is no question that this is an extremely violent society. And let's be honest, most of the violence is on the left. There's no doubt there there are occasions where you could say that this is somebody that was from some conservative bent or something like that. But no, I, I, I reject that out of hand. I think that's um, you're, you're you're almost trying to sell, you know, just uh, Mr. Snowman there. That's garbage. That's a garbage uh, comment. It really is. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. 
Well, <laughs> five blocks from the White House, it's a, uh, a nice mansion and a beautiful office, and that happens to be owned by uh, Barack Obama. He never left. Oh, no. Well, remember, he was on an appearance. I can't remember if it was Jimmy uh, Fallon or who he was with, but he was just very comfortable saying that uh, he would love to be able to just, you know, have an earpiece and and be able to still be the president, but almost nobody know it and behind the scenes have total control, uh, which really um, largely seems to be happening. I mean, it's all his people. You've you've got the uh, the prime minister, Klain. You have Susan Rice. I mean, this is this is, you know, Obama 2.0. Yes, Samantha Powers. Uh, yeah. the, my, my favorite one was uh, 350 uh, FISA request, and she says, "Well, I didn't sign them." Well, the question begs that the writer and Harry Hurley is always, always going to say, "Well, if you didn't sign them, who did?" Yeah, of course. I mean, so so the answer is, "I didn't sign them." And what is that? Are we stupid? That means they didn't happen. Is that the child that that closes their eyes and puts their hands over their eyes and says, "You can't see me now." I mean, come on, that that's a that's like that last caller. That's a bogus uh, premise right there. She didn't say they didn't happen. She just answered, I didn't sign them. Well, okay, then, you know, me and you quoted me. Uh, My next question would be, all right, well, if you didn't, who did? And it's easy to find out because every federal employee has their signature on file. Yeah. You put it in the FBI computer, but of course you can't do that today. But you'll find out in 15 minutes who signed them. And this judge who uh, issued this warrant, he was a Trump hater on Facebook and every other every other social media thing. And he he recused himself in a case involving Trump. I, I think you, you, you missed my earlier report about that. There was a case involving Hillary Clinton and Trump. And he recused himself. Now, how is he not recused from this? Because he wanted this warrant to happen. They're, they're, they hate Trump so much that they keep playing into his hands. Now, you you um, are a very good study of human behavior. Uh, people often say to me, I don't know how Trump takes this. Uh, I have a lot of experience with Trump. He's at his best when he's under fire. He He actually... It's it's counter to most people, but he enjoys and always has a foil at any given moment. It just moves from person or entity to entity or person to person. So right now, you think about it, Trump is on top right now. He's fundraising like crazy. Probably now this gives him entry to declare his candidacy for president and not be criticized uh, because of what they've done, he, prominent Republicans are saying, declare now. Don't wait until after the uh, midterm election. They are they their Trump derangement is so terminal that they don't realize they keep playing into his hands. And uh, I, I really enjoyed the uh, I can't answer your questions because I have a flight to catch at one thirty. Yeah, my own private plane. Yeah, you're not booked on United out of out of Reagan. You're my friend. You have your own plane. That's going to wait for you as long as you say. Yeah, he, he had the government plane that we pay for idling, and he went right to vacation instead of answering those questions. He's got to get fired too, and he will. He will be fired. He he better enjoy the next two years because he's getting fired. 
There's there's quite there's quite a list, Harry. And this uh, this thing about the IRS when they were putting in the uh, the feelers for the new employees, they said you have to be willing to uh, carry a firearm and use deadly force if necessary. Really? Uh, that's a good. That's a good uh, warm. You know, encouraging concept. It reminds me of the old revenueers back in the 30s, right? Remember you were watching or they'll show it at uh, Beverly Hillbillies, the revenueers. Yeah, the, the revenueers. Chasing them. <laughs> that's, a, that's hysterical. <laughs> Dan, let me get in one more call in the final two minutes of the hour. Good call. Good stuff. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Mr. Hurley, good morning. Good morning. Um, I apologize. I did not hear your entire uh comment no apology required i'll just tell you in advance it was brilliant but go right ahead okay um if if president trump's reaction holds true he will not give these people a pass they will come to bear uh his report or his reaction to it and most people would say well it's the federal government I don't think he gives a damn what it is. He's going to react to it, and he will come out on top. They have created a scenario that's so stupid, it's beyond belief. Yeah, they really were dumb. I mean, what they did is they made him a sympathetic victim. Uh, That's the worst thing they could have done. I mean, there's actually people that are now saying, you know what? I mean, i got to take another look at this because this is not... This is not the America that I know. Trump is right. I mean, if they will do this to him, look what they'll do to me. This is a very foolish thing that they did. Uh, Ill-advised. Whoever approved this, and it has to be Merrick Garland. He, he's not going to get away with saying, I just I had nothing to do with it. He's kind of saying that. Left it the U.S. attorney, you know, bull. Uh, he knew about it. Uh, he says he didn't know what day. The raid was going to take place, but he knew about it. They say that Joe Biden didn't know about it. Anybody that believes that, he might not know about it because he can't remember what day it is, but they knew about it. There's no question they knew about it. Right. Well, it's going to come back to bear. They they will earn what they reap. Oh, there's no question. This, this just in, enhanced Trump's prospects uh, immeasurably. Uh, his fundraising is through the roof because of it and the reaction is what it should be it should be one of outrage that they did something that's soviet style like this gg atlantic city wenjhd3 millville a town square media station everything you need to know in six minutes starts now wonder if john's from harry hurley way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. We are joined now by the official, the exclusive, Lead counsel for criminal defense legal matters for the Hurley in the Morning program, the wonderful John Zarek of the law offices of John Zarek, who present Thursday mornings in the eight o'clock hour, Smart Law with John Zarek. The focus of the law offices of John Zarek, profound, and they, they achieve it, and that is to provide you and yours with the very best legal defense to reach John and his great firm, 609. 609- 
on the web at johnzarek.com. Now, Counselor, I know there's nothing in the news at all. There's just, it's a very uh, quiet time. There's absolutely nothing going on, but I'm sure you'll come up with something. Sure, sure. Of course, uh, I want to start off with uh, support for the police. I I really want to do that again. We've done it continuously for the last few years since the craziness started that the police are Nazis, that the police are pigs, that the police uh, hate black people, that the police are racist, that the police, uh, that, uh, you know, it's, it seems with the rhetoric that, uh, you know, you would, you, if you listen to it over the last few years, you'd think that uh, police officers, black and white actually, because we have, you know, we have the Baltimore six, um, uh, I think maybe two of the officers were white, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, we had the Baltimore Six. You, you think that police officers around the country have nothing better to do than wake up every day and think how they can kill an armed, an armed black person? Uh, you now that's that's how insane uh, these people are. And again, anyone's ever spoken the words. Uh, defund the police should be uh, unsupported, dismissed, uh, defeated, and uh, and unforgiven, actually. Because, uh, you know, when the chips were down, when the police and the country really needed support, what what did they do? They, they for partisan political reasons, they chose to attack attack the police and uh, I heard another police and we've said it a number of times on the show the really the the very worst part of the police uh, anti-police movement uh, and it's being felt primarily by minority communities and primarily by black communities the very worst part of it is that police know that they no longer have the protection of the law. Uh, they no longer have the protection of um, their their procedures, their training, uh, directions by their supervisors. None of it matters anymore. If you, uh, if a policeman does their job, uh, and that job happens to involve violence, then for political reasons they can be prosecuted and many many are they could be fired they could be um, indicted they could be tried uh, they can be convicted in some cases so and and even if they're not convicted who who wants to go through a couple years of hell um held up to ridicule and and we know that we know that numerous times that's been done so doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you say or do, how good you are, how much training you have, what a role model you were. Um, you know, the, 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 the Sergeant Porter in uh, in Baltimore, who was um, 
represented by um, an excellent attorney. Um, um, uh, uh, Joe Murtha. He was uh, he was from the time he was a little kid. He wanted to be a policeman, and he wanted to be a policeman because he wanted to serve the community. He wanted to make a difference. He wanted to to do the right thing. And and what happened? The Freddie Gray situation. Um, six officers were charged. Uh, Sergeant Porter was charged. Uh, he was represented again by Joe Murtha, a, a really really good guy in Baltimore. And uh, they they he had to fight for his life. Had to fight for his life. Followed that, I think, for a year, year and a half. The um, the whole process. And uh, I think we pointed out at, the, at that time, and we have to continuously, continuously point out these situations, the um, prosecutor there, the state's attorney, uh, the person in charge of the whole, uh, the whole situation, uh, just simply made the decision to charge those officers on political grounds. You know, it was the popular thing to do. There was rioting. There was, you know, rioting. There was looting. There was everything under the sun. And um, she 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 charged them, and she charged them uh, to promote her own career. She became a rock star right away uh, in the with the national left. Yeah, it didn't didn't turn out too good for her though. Career. No, no, she, uh, she's, uh, you know, and as justice would have it, and, you know, we have to trust in justice from time to time, she's now under indictment. Mm-hmm. You know, she's now under indictment for uh, cheating on aid applications and so forth, um, you know, applying for things she wasn't entitled to, and then lying about it, you know, on top of it. So as it turns out, she was a corrupt individual. There's no question about it. Her husband was a corrupt individual, and all her stardom, uh, all her uh, limelight, it's it's all gone now. Yep. So she's uh, she's she's you know there's justice in that situation. There's justice justice in lots of situations, and we can still trust in the system justice but would you say john you've covered a lot of these things and you followed a lot of them that you haven't covered uh that was some of the most unjust prosecutions of police officers in american history and each trial was so ridiculous that i forget how many they did they would they do three and then then it was just like forget about it you're all you know we're getting rid of all of it now but it was so unjust wasn't it yeah, I think it was it, it was uh, two and a half trials. There you go. <laughs> I, I guess I guess you could say, and the judge threw out the last one, and then they dismissed the rest of the cases. But yeah, it was it was it was absurd, and and I think we, you know, we saw the evidence. Um, you know, I had an opportunity to to really dig into that evidence. Uh, um, and we saw that and we saw and, and, you know, what we said in the beginning was this cannot. I mean, you, you couldn't you couldn't get a conviction if you had, you know, 
12 of the most left-wing people around, the evidence still was not there, and the judge still could not um, allow that case to go forward. Correct. John, John, hold right there. 15 minutes past the hour, approaching 16 minutes past the hour with John Zarek. I am early in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5 because of you, South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. We'll be back in just a little bit with John. This is Hurley in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Mark Lee and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. 21 minutes past the hour. Smart Law with John Zarek continues. John, time is yours. I wanted to say, Harry, that uh, the person, Marilyn Mosby, was the prosecutor who prosecuted the Baltimore Six in the Freddie Gray case, a real pathetic person uh, from day one, and um, really no experience at anything. I think she worked for some insurance company or something, and, uh, you know, um, was promoted by uh, a local political um boss, I guess you could say, a fellow that was really, um, you know, tried to get influence uh, anywhere, any anywhere, anytime. And um, not that that's completely improper. Uh, there are a lot of people that like to be in the mix of political activities, but uh, he picked the wrong person this time and mm-hmm. put her in, got her to uh, be uh, elected as a state's attorney, which is like the Clark County prosecutor. And, um, but she was just, uh, she was just as, uh, you know, when it rains, it pours, not only is she under indictment along with her husband, but uh, she was just defeated uh, last month uh, in an election with Ivan Bates. Um, And Bates was uh, former uh, Baltimore city assistant state's attorney did the homicide division so he knows what he's doing um he's an army veteran he you know grew up going to schools his dad was a a career army and so he traveled uh went to schools all over the world really and uh it's just a just a generally solid well-trained uh skilled leader you know he's the kind of guy and he, he worked as a defense attorney uh, for the bulk of his life. And he, you know, he knows both sides of the story. So really, you know, sometimes the good guys do win. Yeah. And I'm, I'm quite sure he's going to do a really good job. And he's not going to prosecute anyone for political reasons. Um, you know, he's going to do the job that he was elected to do. And, uh, you know, he really a privilege for him to be able to run against uh, Marilyn Mosby and knock her off, so to speak. And, you know, we look forward to those of us who have uh, some affection for the state of Maryland's where my, my wife was born and raised uh, and and where I went to law school um, are really happy about that situation. So got a good guy. Of course, it's, totally Democratic primary. Whoever wins the Democratic primary wins the election. There's no Republican uh, opposition there. 
But, uh, you know, they're, they're, as we always say, they're good Democrats and they're bad Democrats. Uh, I think even the, the good ones are, are misguided at times, <laughs> many times. But, uh, but uh, this is a good guy. It's a good story. But you're really glad to hear about that. And speaking of political prosecutions, uh, the, uh, the, some would call it a raid. That's more or less a, it's the execution of a search warrant is what, what happened, but commonly known as a raid, the, the newspapers will call it a raid and the, the television stations left and right will call it a raid because it sounds so much sexier, you know, to call it a raid rather than execution of a search warrant, which sounds kind of dull. But but uh, I will say, John, you have three dozen uh, folks there. Attorneys for Trump are not allowed to be there. And there were a number of them. And there's video evidence of this uh, brandishing AK-14 assault weapons. I'm going to go with raid. I'm not an officer of the court. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to just go with what my lion eyes saw. Uh, and and I'm not saying you're going to take a different uh tact on this than I, because I, we haven't talked about this, so I'm not sure exactly what your view is going to be. I think I know what your view is going to be. But for me, when I look at the fact that Hillary Clinton was destroying evidence that was under federal subpoena, uh, bleach bidding digital devices, destroying emails, 33,000 federal documents, at least in her possession, uh, on an, a, a toilet server that was above, actually, when I say toilet server, above a commode, a toilet, uh, in, in, in some crazy um, off-premises location that was not on the government server, uh, and no one raided her or anything like that. Uh, this is um, this is bad for our country, John, what, what, what took place. Very, very bad, in, in my opinion. And, and I'm going with raid. Because if you see people with camoed up with um, with AK, you know, AK-14 assault weapons, that doesn't seem like it's executing paperwork to me. Yeah, it's pretty outrageous. Uh, it, it's a pretty outrageous scene, no matter what you call it. And, um, you know, I, I just... John, why didn't they just ask for a subpoena? Why, why didn't they go for that? Yeah. Or they, they were they were actually working things out I, I yeah from what i understand yeah this is very common with presidents you know they've got a bunch of stuff they have to leave in a hurry um not every there's not time to catalog everything and he had sent 15 boxes nobody disputes that of papers oh you want these back to the national archives okay all right we'll get them they're boxed up we'll get them back to you now we're negotiating over these papers that i think i should be able to keep I made the analogy, uh, Lobiondo's papers are at Stockton University. I mean, is there going to be some raid on the Lobiondo papers at federal papers? You know, I, I just think this is it's never happened in the entire history of the country. And for good reason, John, it should never happen like this. And they were negotiating uh, back and forth. And even if you get to an impasse, then you still try to work it out or you go to your friendly magistrate who doesn't even seems like he's a almost a fake judge uh, who, who's an Obama contributor, had recused himself from the Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump case uh, just a few months ago. And yet he signs this warrant. Uh, I, I think this is so bad for our country. But I will say, politically speaking, fantastic for Trump. 
at every level. Uh, so they didn't they think they heard him, but they actually, I think, boosted, lifted him up. Yeah, I think the, the problem here is and we, we see this from, um, you know, I travel from time to time. I get into um, situations where I may be dealing with a number of attorneys um, or prosecutors who are in, um, say, Democratic left-leaning areas, you know, major cities. And you, you know, I'm sure you've experienced this from time to time, Harry. You're you're with a group of people, and they're so far gone mm-hmm. um, in terms of hating Trump and hating anything, generally hating Republicans, uh, except any Republican who is opposing Trump, then they absolutely love them. Yeah. Um, you know, the, a, la- the last yeah. time they had an opportunity. By, by the way, for a moment, uh, as you know, it never lasts. We can't ask him because God rest his soul. But John McCain couldn't figure it out. He says, what happened here? You used to love me. Uh, no, no, no. You understand? I was when you were hating Bush. When you're going to be the possibly the next president, uh, we don't love you anymore. These people that get used like that, John, they don't even get it, that they're absolutely being used for five minutes. And when it's over, They'll kick them to the curb without even giving it any thought. Sure, sure. Liz Cheney is an example. I mean, yeah. she's she's sitting up there, and it's so utterly pathetic. I mean, they would – she and her father were considered demons from hell, uh, racist. Um, every name you could call someone, they were called, yeah. um, especially racist and um heartless and cold-blooded and crooked and you know you oh, they would say about cheney hey you started two wars and you shot somebody in the face i mean they would crush him john and now they love him yeah. hold on please please the time is yours i promise when we come back you take as much time as you need on whatever you want to talk about john it's smart law with john zarek we're approaching 31 minutes past the hour and we'll be right back don't go away this is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. This is Harry Hurley, and I'm asking you to follow these stories that I've written, several of them this morning. Uh, one is basically subtitled, quote, you bring me the man, I'll find you the crime. You'll see what that uh, what that means. Uh, we'll just say secret police uh, in another country. Armed police and canine dogs possibly coming to Atlanta County Schools. Danny Levinson is absolutely right. I think he will be fought tooth and nail. And two stories about Congressman Van Drew. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Our slow descent toward cooler, more comfortable weather continues today. We do have some showers and thunderstorms moving through South Jersey early this morning. It'll be a mostly cloudy day with gradual clearing this afternoon. Humidity slowly dialing back, high of 86. A few clouds tonight and maybe a quick rain shower, low 68. Not humid tomorrow with a mix of sun and clouds, high of 82. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere on the WPG Talk Radio app. 
Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. With John Zarek and the law offices of John Zarek presenting Smart Law with John Zarek. Counselor, time is yours. Yeah, Harry, the interesting thing is to look at how this happened, you know, how this ra- this raid happened on Trump's home and what it proceeded from, what frame of mind it proceeded from and what that means for the future. Um, you know, the the... The raid, as I said, you could. I, I travel. I, I'm out of town from time to time. I I'm in, you know, say, democratically dominated cities. Uh, maybe meet with uh, groups of people. You know, say, prosecution and defense, who are all um, all all part of the establishment there, which is democratic. You know, a rare uh, in some places, very rare to find. Anybody Republican who is, you know, part of the the ongoing routine because they can't be they you know they they get shut out of anything important in a totally democratic city. You get shut out of anything important if you're a Republican. So um, so you'll have lots of people Democratic um, that are Democrats, and they they take on a frame of mind, and this happens for generation after generation, and you'll have conversations going on where they don't even assume that anybody, any place, me, for example, or, or other people who might have different views, um, exist. Like, how could anybody uh, support Trump? How, how could anybody think he's anything but a, a criminal uh, miserable, racist, um, psycho, psychomaniac, you know, that's just what they assume. So when you, uh, dehumanize someone to that extent, then you can do anything. I mean, that's, that's what, um, the danger of bias and racism and, um, um, the hatred that goes along with that. That, that's what the danger of that is, that when you dehumanize someone, when you just uh, consider them really not worthy of existence, and that's the way they think about Trump, you know, not worthy. He's, a, he's just so despicable that he's, uh, he's so despicable that he's, he's not even worthy of existence, then you can do anything to them. Yeah. Uh, with impunity. Yeah. And and all your friends would will, will cheer you on. You know, it's not like it's not like you're doing these things and people are saying that you care about or you think are important or saying, oh, this is terrible. You're going too far. No, you know, you'll you'll get cheered on. Just like all the press was cheering on this raid. And, and you know, I think I think the majority of Americans saw this and said, I can't believe this is happening in our country over right. a dispute over 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 papers, over documents that a president has a lot of leeway with. I mean, he could have declassified anything he wanted up until January 20th at 12 noon. I mean, it's really flimsy stuff what they're doing. But my my biggest problem with this, look, politically speaking, it's fantastic. It is a boom for Republicans it is terrible news for Democrats, and I'm not spinning. I believe that. And it took me just a few minutes after this all was going down, and we learned about it. And nine hours in his house, 
safe crackers, you know, the whole bit. Uh, and and it, I think it does challenge people's sensibilities, though, because they think about that there's all this criminal evidence about Joe Biden, Jim Biden, the son, uh, and, and there's no raids uh, of any of them. It almost seems like they're going to get away with it all. And here they just keep trying to crush Trump. I've never seen anyone investigated to this degree. And, John, they always come up with nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's embarrassing. It is. Really. Uh, you know, you, I, I'm glad they come up with nothing, but it's it's kind of embarrassing in a way yeah. when someone makes a total fool of themselves, even the enemy, you know, like you say, wow, this is this is awkward here. They they go through the entire thing, the Russia, the Russia hoax conspiracy. You had you had the leaders of of every national security apparatus in the country saying that it was Russian collusion. That I mean, they were they were saying this stuff uh, on on public television. They were John. They fifty one of them, the CIA directors. They they wrote a letter. I mean, none of them. That's why when this all changes hands, they all have to be brought before and sworn in under oath. Why did you write that? Why did you say the things you said? What did you base it on? How could you have been that wrong? What else are you wrong about that we need to be concerned about? They got to go through all of it. My big concern, John, I, I say from the political side, it's a, it's a huge fundraising, huge political um it's united, it's united other Republicans with Trump, even that weren't with them. I mean, it's 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 fantastic politically, but it's hideously bad for our country. And I'll explain why. With Andrew Johnson, we had one impeachment in hundreds of years. Now we've had three in, in a relatively short period of time, because once you cross the Rubicon, those norms are are eviscerated. And now these things will happen. So this hasn't happened in 250 years. John, you know it's going to happen again because they crossed the Rubicon. That's my problem with this. Yeah, yeah. Well, Harry, I, I, uh, we, we know where we stand on, on this. We know it's outrageous, that it's dangerous to the country. Um, it will be on the Republicans when they take power. Uh, partially in the fall and partially when uh, a Republican administration comes in, I'm, I'm confident that's going to happen. It's going to be for the Republicans to not act like the Democrats are acting right now, to not uh, be petty, to not do, you know, purely political activities in terms of prosecuting uh, the other side, certainly oppose the other side have elections on the other side. Um, John, I want to interrupt you because this is how I live my life, and I've always been exactly for what you're saying. But how long can one side take the level of harassment, the weaponiz- the weaponizing of our Justice Department and the IRS and any piece of apparatchik that they can do this, and this only happens to one side, and then they get in again because the pendulum will swing again, and then they do it all over again. This is getting old, John. Well, Harry, it's uh, you know it's it's what we are, um, it's what our responsibility is. You know, it's it's our responsibility to act 
under the Constitution, under the law, uh, no matter what. And uh, we're not going to do this stuff. I'm confident we're not going to do this stuff. We're going to, um, you know, it, it, the Civil War, uh, <laughs> it was a war. And the, and the war was fought because one side um, took it all the way. The, the Southern planners were the equivalent of, of these people that are, uh, running the country today. They were the, they wanted power, 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 and they wanted respect. And if you didn't respect them, uh, they were willing to start a war over it to try to beat you into submission. Yeah, if you didn't go with them, they wanted to crush you. It sounds very, very familiar, doesn't it? 46 minutes past the hour. John, hang in there. We're going to be right back in a little bit. More Smart Law with John Zarek. This is... WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This absolutely flew by, but it always does. Eight minutes before the top of the hour with John Zarek, Smart Law with John Zarek, presented by the law offices of John Zarek. Coming up in 13 minutes, Dr. Denise Zingroni. Uh, and and actually, I believe the E is silent, Dr. Denise Zingrone. And we visited with her in the past. Uh, very serious topic. We're going to be talking about heart attacks. And it doesn't get a lot more serious than that. Counselor, time is yours, John. Yeah, Harry, we're talking about the, uh, you know, extreme hatred for Trump. And, uh, you know, we we saw in the beginning when he first started running for president that um, he broke the rules and he broke the rules horribly as far as the establishment was concerned. You know, the Bushes, uh, Jeb was supposed to be the the nominee. Uh, his father had been president. His brother had been president. Now it was Bush. Now it was Jeb's turn. And, and for what? Hmm. Because you know, his father was president. That's why that's why um, George Bush, George W. became president. And the two others, you know, because those two were presidents, then it was normal for Jeb to be president, the Bush name, the Bush dynasty. And, um, you know, I think in general, at least there were a lot of people interested in being president and running for the Republican nomination, but at least people showed respect for the Bushes, you know, that they were a dynasty, they were powerful, they had influence and so forth. Um, but uh, Trump uh, really, and, and beneficially so for the country, I believe, I think it was due and I think it it uh, it had to happen. And he did, uh, he did the job, you know, and it's, it's he, you know, the, the, the dynasties had to get whacked, and he was the guy that did it, you know. Um, so, uh, as, they, as they say in the gangster movies, he's got to go, and you got to do the job. You know, that's <laughs> the way it, it is. The, what they also hate, too, is uh, they said how he would destroy our foreign policy, how dangerous he would be, and yet it's all happening now. All the dangers happening now. Inflation was under 2%. 
gas uh, in some states was under two dollars, about two dollars. We know what it is now. They're bragging, oh, it's it's this is great, great day. It's three ninety nine point nine national average. They're bragging about it still being twice as much. So they hate the fact that Trump was right and that his policies worked and that their policies are in, in real time being demonstrated that they don't work makes makes them hate him even more. Yeah. And what happened in, you know, what happened when he came along, um, you know, there there are family dynasties in the country. None of them are a factor anymore. Um, you know, there was the Bush dynasty. Right. So important. Which he took down in a in a in a, in a two week time, in a two week period of time. When everyone came in, when George and the father and the mother and everyone came in uh, and tried to support Jeb, he trashed Jeb. You know, Jeb looked like an absolute fool. Jeb looked like the guy he was, not a bad guy, uh, kind of a nice guy, but certainly not a guy that could hang with the big boys. No, and, and in fact, he had a reputation, though, being a great governor, two-term governor of Florida, had a tremendous, tremendous um impression about him and you're right in two weeks trump turned him into a babbling low energy jeb right and then and then his brother tried to come in and help him and and george bush looked like a fool george w yeah and the father and and mother and you would think well he's going to be really you know trump is not going to trash them but guess what if you you know you want to challenge him he's not going to hold back and he and he really made the entire family look like a fool i mean i think i think their speaking fees probably went from a million a speech to seventy five thousand. you know overnight they they were just not very popular and to this day they're not very popular unfortunately um you know not that the father and not that they didn't give good service to the country but they're just not in the category where they can walk in and deserve to be president. That's that's done. Um, now, the, look at the people affected by that. Uh, the, you know, the Kennedys weren't exactly, uh, you know, in the Republican scene and, and not many people on the Democratic side are going to care what Donald Trump said. But all the dynasties are weakened because of that exploding of the bush dynasty also the the cheney dynasty you know cheney was there and his 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 daughter was prominent uh cheney was you know many people said running the country uh and running the war certainly it was the common belief and in in no time they were trashed and um it, it was so what he did was he destroyed the establishment in the sense that, you know, and look at the lobbyists, look at all the guys that uh, formed the uh, Lincoln Republicans. You know, they were all people who had lost races. Yes, it's they, true. They lost they lost races and and, you know, and they were not only lost races, they were losing Big, big, big money. John, this is such a good point. The adversaries are all losers. It's true. 40 seconds, John. Closing comment. Yeah. If, if, yeah. They, if, if they were not able to have influence, 
if the structure that they operated under was no longer viable, then they can't couldn't make any money, and they couldn't get their cousins, uncles, etc. Et jobs just by virtue of their name. It was a whole new era that destroyed the old era. He's a disruptor, you would call it, in business. That's right. Something so new and 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 innovative that it. It changes the way things are. Yeah, like Elon Musk or any other one that you want to pick out of the crowd. John, great presentation. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and I can't wait until next time. Me too, Harry. It flew it'll by be, too, didn't it? It'll it, be even more fun next I know. week. It went next so- week we'll see what happens with the uh, the raid, so to speak. There you go. More with John coming up soon. Deborah Hart Lung Center is next. W-E-N-J-H-D-3, Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. My late great father had a wonderful expression. If you want something done right, you give it to a busy person. Cardiologist Dr. Denise Zingroni is here. We have visited before. We have such a sobering, important uh, topic that we're going to be covering this half hour on Deborah Hart and Lung Center Presents. Dr. Zingroni, who also is the Associate Director of the Women's Heart Center at Deborah Heart and Lung Center, Director of the Medical Education, and Director of the Cardiovascular Fellowship Program. Dr. Zingroni is board certified in cardiovascular disease, nuclear cardiology, and adult echocardiography. Dr. Zingroni earned her medical degree from the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. After medical school, she completed a residency in internal medicine at St. Luke's Hospital in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. She also completed a fellowship in cardiology at UMDNJ School of Osteopathic Medicine. Special interests include echocardiography and nuclear cardiology, which comes as no surprise when you hear her board certifications. And she has authored numerous uh, articles in peer-reviewed medical journals. Joining us now is Dr. Zingroni. We begin this important topic, heart attacks. It doesn't get much more serious than that. Dr. Zingroni, welcome back. Thank you so much, Harry, for having me. It's such a pleasure to be on this morning. And it's a pleasure to have you. You do such a great job. Let's get right into it. What is a heart attack? What Because people know the word, they know the phrase, but what is a heart attack? Sure. Basically, a heart attack is when there's a diminished or lack of blood flow down our coronary arteries. And that causes that the muscle, the heart underneath those coronary arteries get damaged. And that's what causes a heart attack. So side sidebar, uh, and then we'll get to the next topic. If you have a heart attack, by definition, is there there has to be damage to the heart muscle? Or could you have a heart attack and not have damage? Or by definition, is it is it automatically that you have damage now at that point? So like a lot of things, there's a spectrum. 
there's very, very large heart attacks that cause a lot of damage, one that's really readily seen on the electrocardiogram or the echocardiogram. And then there's smaller heart attacks where there, there might still be damage, but it's not as large and it's not impairing the, the function of the heart because at its core, the heart is a muscle. Its job is to pump. So some heart attacks, reduce that pump and damage that muscle tremendously, and then others are more mild. So to answer your question, yes, most heart attacks do involve some damage to the muscle, whether it's very minimal or much larger. And it begs a follow-up. When you have a heart attack, because obviously the human body wants to survive, so we know that amazing things happen with the brain uh, Dr. Ben Carson removed a whole hemisphere, half hemisphere of a person's brain, and then the other half that was left started to rewire and do like amazing things that is just incredible when you think about it. If you have damage to the heart muscle, does the heart all of a sudden start to say, well, I want to be, you know, I want to work for, the, for my host. I want to I want to be, you know, and the host wants to live and all of this. Does the heart make adjustments after a heart attack? Yes, it can, both in the um, immediate setting as well over time. Um, Just like you referenced, the heart is an amazing organ that shows tremendous capacity to to work even in such stressful situations. Um, and then, but hopefully, if it's recognized in a short amount of time with interventions and opening up the blood flow, as well as with the benefit of medications that come after, the heart has a much better time to recover some of its function and really limit the damage that the heart attack can cause. Very interesting. Dr. Zingroni, what actually happens during a heart attack? Yeah, so during a heart attack, like I said, um, the blood flow through the heart arteries is interrupted in, in one of the arteries. And that causes the muscle underneath to not get any blood, but more importantly, not get the oxygen and the nutrients that the blood causes. So, so immediately when the heart is under stress, it usually will send up signals. So a patient will experience some discomfort in the chest or pressure, sweating, or get profoundly short of breath. And those are symptoms that the heart is struggling and the person involved does wanna pay attention to those symptoms and seek immediate attention. So experienced doctors can help restore that blood flow and minimize the damage that the heart is experiencing. Dr. Zingroni, so we now know what a heart attack is. We know what happens during a heart attack. What actually causes a heart attack? Usually a heart attack is caused by disease processes that can occur for years and years before a heart attack happens. So diabetes, high blood pressure, smoking, inactivity, all of those conditions, if not properly controlled, can lead the heart arteries to develop fatty streaks and ultimately plaque that the blood flow gets limited by. So that's why it's essential that all of those risk factors 
gets addressed and treated um, at the earliest signs because if you can prevent a heart attack from happening, it is so much better for the patient than, than treating it. We are visiting with cardiologist Dr. Denise Zingroni, also associate director of the Women's Heart Center, director of medical education, and the director of the Cardiovascular Fellowship Program at Deborah Heart and Lung Center. This is Deborah Heart and Lung Center presents this important topic, heart attacks. What are the risk factors for a heart attack? So the most common risk factors that lead to coronary artery disease or blockages of the heart arteries include diabetes, high blood pressure, smoking history, inactivity. Those are all things that we could potentially work with patients to modify or improve. But unfortunately, there are many patients who have a predisposition that we can't change, um, a genetic predisposition or family history. And in those patients, even if they're healthy, even if they don't have any of the traditional risk factors, they, they do want to make sure that they keep their heart health on their radar um, because they are at an increased risk given their family history. Now, we've come a long way because I was thinking about um, someone the other day because he was back in the news. Former Vice President Cheney had his first heart attack when he was in his 30s. I think he was either chief of staff or something like that for President Nixon at the time. So a very young man with his first heart attack had a series of heart attacks during his lifetime. He is now 81 years old and still alive. So basically almost 50 years later. Now, we know a lot of technology for a while. He was on that heart pump, you might remember, and, you know, had a bag with him and the whole thing. And then, you know, obviously he also has access to the the greatest health care on the planet. But uh, I think the question still is an important one that we've come a long way to where not necessarily – I think years gone by, maybe people thought, oh, my God, heart attack is a death sentence. I'm going to have a very short life. That's not necessarily true, is it? Absolutely. Um, That's absolutely not true. And and again, technology and stents and our interventional colleagues are doing amazing work. Um, But also medications have come a long way. And, And we have wonderful medications such as the statins and other medications that we prescribe that really also go hand in hand. And I can't overstate the importance of lifestyle modification. Anybody, but particularly patients who have had coronary disease or heart attacks, we want them to get back into an exercise regimen in time, of course. And we want them to eat a heart healthy diet because in combination with medications and procedures, it, it can really make the difference in somebody having a long, a productive life, um, as you referenced with, with um, the former vice president. You are so interesting, and we're going to continue right after the break. Uh, doctor, it's the only break that we take during your program. We'll be back in just a little bit more with Dr. Denise Zingroni from Deborah Heart and Lung Center. The topic this half hour is heart attacks, and when we come back, We're going to be talking about the symptoms because they can be many. If you think it's just the one classic thing you've heard about, uh, pain radiating down the left arm or chest pain. I mean, there are a lot of different symptoms. And we're also going to talk about the differences between the symptoms in men and women. And we've done topics, uh, strict topics on just 
women and heart attacks uh, because women present differently. I, I keep saying the women uh, just keep going and men can't get to the to the emergency room quick enough. I mean, it's 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 amazing, actually. And that's a generalization. But I believe it's true. Women seem to uh, to not race to the and you'll see if Dr. Zingroni agrees with me on that or am I making that up? But that's my 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 interpretation of uh, men seem to be more apt. And maybe it's because women make sure that, hey, look, you know, you're having shortness of breath. You're having chest pains. You know, get, you're, you're going to the emergency room, uh, whereas I think women sometimes don't take the same advice or just there's something to, I think, uh, that. And we'll, we'll cover that as well. And a lot more important content straight ahead. A reminder DeBoer Hart Lung Center, they are accepting new patients. You can call 609-621-2080, 609-621-2080. Or if you like to work digitally, it's very, very simple. They have a great digital platform at Deborah Hart and Lung Center, demanddeborah.org. And you can navigate right from the home screen very, very easily. There's hyperlinks that literally in red you can't miss. Back with Doctors and Grony in just a little bit. Summertime at the Jersey Shore. The glitz and glamour of Atlantic City's casinos. Jersey's best pizza on the Ocean City Boardwalk. Great rides in Wildwood. And miles and miles of bumper-to-bumper traffic. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 wants to keep you moving with expanded summertime traffic updates. Friday afternoon through your ride back Sunday evening. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's talk station. Listen for the morning edition of the O'Reilly Update with Bill O'Reilly at 1015 this morning. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back. It is 23 minutes past the hour. We're visiting with Dr. Denise Zingroni from Deborah Hart Lung Center. And the topic this half hour, a very serious one, heart attacks. When we left you for the break, uh, on the floor was the question uh, for Dr. Zingroni about the, um, the symptoms, because we've talked about what is a heart attack what happens during a heart attack. We talked about the causes of the heart attack, risk factors, and now we're to the point where, and I think this is obviously very helpful because this is a a program that has been so proactive between television and radio. We've done it together for over 30 years, and we we hear from countless people that say, oh my gosh, I I, I just knew that Dr. Zingroni was speaking directly to me. I heard things that, that really made me pay attention to my own body and what's going on. And we've taken many calls over the years on and off the air that this is a program that has literally saved people's lives. That's not an exaggeration. So listen to our guest listeners, listen very closely when we're talking about what are the symptoms in case you are either an accidental tourist or if you are personally dealing with this particular circumstance. So we'll start. It's a multi-pronged question. First, Dr. Zingroni, what are the symptoms of a heart attack? Yes, the symptoms that you may be experiencing a heart attack are usually chest discomfort. You may feel in your chest area a pressure, a heaviness, a constricting type experience. It may either stay in your chest or you also may notice it in your throat, in your jaw, in your shoulder or arm or around the back. You may also experience shortness of breath, 
unexplained sweating or nausea. So those are symptoms that if you're experiencing for the first time or you've had lesser degrees of it and it's accelerating, those are symptoms that you really do not want to ignore or blow off and you want to seek medical attention for. Dr. Zingroni, in some cases, do people have little or no symptoms and can have a heart attack? Absolutely. So not all heart attacks are going to to be a 10 out of 10. You, people may just have slight epigastric or stomach discomfort, and they think that it's indigestion. They may have lesser degrees. Um, they may have very mild symptoms that they really attribute it to either being ill or indigestion or just not being as physically active. Now, here's the um, this is this is a big part of it as well, because there's a difference between men and women. And on Deborah Hart Lung Center presents, we've done whole topics on the difference between men and women. So it's clearly not the same. Correct. There are differences in the way that both men and women present. And also, I think, in the way that men and women handle it. Right. Absolutely. So there can be different symptoms. Now, the most common symptom that women may experience will be chest discomfort. However, there are definitely women who won't get chest discomfort like a man may get. Their only symptom might be unexplained sweating, shortness of breath, feeling lightheaded. So we just want women to be aware that they don't have to get chest discomfort, and they still may be having a cardiac event. But just like you said, unfortunately, there is differences in how men and women seek medical attention. Um, and, and that is a big reason why even today, women have larger heart attacks when they present and they don't have as good response because Unfortunately, they may wait so long. Um, they tend to prioritize other things before seeking medical attention. They put going to the ER or going to see their doctor at the bottom of their own personal to-do list. Yeah, I, I, I think there's something both very admirable about that. It's very unselfish, but at the same time, uh, they're not giving themselves the best chance for the best result. And and I, I just think that's amazing that 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 a man is more likely to get more prompt attention than a woman as a general statement. That is correct, isn't it? It, it is. And, and it, it is admirable that women have such other priorities and they want to make sure that their spouses and children and yep. parents and, and all the obligations are covered. Um, but, you know, one of my favorite sayings is that you really can't. You really can't pour from an empty cup, and you really want to make sure that a female's own heart health is being, and own all over health is being taken care of, so they're around and able to do all the things that they want to do and enjoy doing. This, I think, is very important that we address this because for a number of weeks now, we have had day after day after day. So I call it like an accumulation award when it doesn't cool down even overnight and your house just if, if folks don't have proper HVAC or air conditioning at all uh, or just go outside in it. I mean, yesterday was what, 95 degrees with a heat index over 105, something like that. Can the hot weather lead to a heart attack? Um, it, it can in some 
some individuals. So the concern with the hot, humid weather is that the, the blood pressure may lower a little bit and your heart rate may also go up. And, and those things can put a stress on a heart that is already in trouble. So if somebody has blockages that they're unaware of, those elevated heart rate and low blood pressure can cause a heart attack, particularly if they're out trying to do too much in unsafe conditions. There you go. Very good advice. Very important uh, point that you just made. Dr. Zingroni, I know there are a lot of people listening right now that just are maybe under as much or more stress than they've ever been under. As you know, there's a lot going on, a lot of financial stress, uh, everything from supply chain issues to the cost of chicken. Uh, it's really a stressful time for many Americans. Can stress cause a heart attack? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, we know that with chronic stress um, can raise stress hormones in the body and over over time can put a tremendous stress um, and impact on the body, including having a heart attack. Um, and we talk about stress a lot in the office and, and how to deal with it. Because what I tell my patients is, if I told them to avoid stress, that's really bad advice. Because there's always going to be a bill to pay. There's always going to be something that breaks. There's always going to be something on the news that is upsetting, that stress is unavoidable. But what we really want to focus on, how do we take the everyday life stress that has been multiplied these last several years and what can we do to not let it affect us so physically so what are some stress management techniques and some patients really benefit from a meditation practice daily exercise prayer music but how can we not let it affect us because we do know that it has tremendous impact on the heart And this dovetails right off of that and maybe even a piece of what you just said as a part of perhaps prevention. But this much I do know, you, your hospital, you'll fix and you'll work to fix people after something happens, but you're big on prevention, you know, not having the need for the the treatment or the procedure or the surgery at all if you can prevent it. Can a heart attack be prevented? In some situations, yes. So, for example, if somebody has just poorly controlled diabetes or high blood pressure or they're smoking, those are big risk factors that we can work to control that may prevent a heart attack. Or if they do have a family history, we can work with optimizing lifestyle as well as medicines where perhaps they're not going to present as a heart attack or it's going to be at a much later age than their family presented with. Good, 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 uh, good comment there. You're listening to cardiologist Dr. Denise Zingroni from Deborah Heart and Lung Center. The topic this half hour on Deborah Heart and Lung Center presents is heart attacks. So if you have a heart attack, are you now in a forever lifetime uh, scenario where you should see your cardiolo- cardiologist regularly. What do you say relative to that, doctor? Absolutely. So after a heart attack, 
We're going to work with procedures such as stents or possibly surgery. We're going to work with medicines. We are going to prioritize getting that patient back to the life that they loved and enjoyed. And our goal is that they're going to get treatment to be able to live and do what they want. Part of that is going to be seeing a cardiologist on a regular basis because once you've had one heart attack, you are always a little bit at a higher risk for having another event. And we can do a lot to minimize that risk, but we want to ensure that we're seeing our patients, that we're making sure their cholesterol is not just good but great. We're making sure that they're walking. We're making sure that we're working on keeping their sugar, their diabetes in check, and anything that we can do that's going to prevent them from having another episode. Dr. Zingroni, do you recommend a cardiac rehabilitation program? Yes, I think cardiac rehab is a fantastic way for our patients who have had heart attacks to get back into a healthy lifestyle. And um, there is much data and that cardiac rehab really does a lot to prevent rehospitalizations and heart attacks. So yes, after somebody has recovered, a key part of their recovery and their therapy is going to be engaging in a cardiac rehab for several weeks. Very important. And time for one final question. Why should someone listening right now go to Deborah Heart and Lung Center for heart-related issues? Yeah. So anybody who has a question of their heart health or who has a heart history, it is imperative that you're having an open discussion with your doctors. And it all starts, you know, with a good evaluation, a good discussion, seeing where you're starting from and seeing what we can do to help you achieve both your health goals and, and translating that into how you want to lead your life. If you, we want you, we want our patients to live the most productive, enjoyable lives. And, and we really truly believe that the, with the work we do here, we can walk hand in hand with them. Dr. Zingroni, excellent uh, presentation, so helpful to so many, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity to present you today on Deborah Heart and Lung Center Presents. For today, that's it for today's topic, heart attacks. And again, to reach Dr. Zingroni, to reach the great team at Deborah Heart and Lung Center, so easy to do from any digital device, uh, handheld, desktop, laptop, you name it, smartphone, demanddeborah.org, or you can call 609 609- 621-2080. Dr. Zingroni, great to uh, present you today. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. You're welcome. We'll be back. Uh, it is your turn to play next. 609-407-1450 for IM. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. From the world's playground. This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And it's 40 minutes past the hour, and the morning has, as it usually does, we call it the fastest four hours and six minutes in media. It has flown by. But now is your opportunity to check in, 609-407-1450. I hope you will. Open forum means whatever is important to you, whatever you want to talk about. If you have a question for me, a comment, an issue you want to talk about, could be something that we've said. Or, in fact, if you go to your app 
or WPGTalkRadio.com. There is a lot of digital content up there that I think we could have uh, some pretty neat back and forth discussions about as well, including my open letter. I, I was very motivated at about four o'clock this morning and just started writing about our country and where we are and all these things. Um, we can have a good discussion about that if you would like. 609-407-1450. But first, this is Harry Hurley for my friends at Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling Professionals. I know it seems impossible, but you know my doctrine. It's Memorial Day, then you blink and it's July 4th, and you blink and it's Labor Day. It, we're approaching in a few days, mid-August, I know. It's really amazing, even with all this going on and some of it not great, how fast uh, time goes by. So you're seeing the back-to-school commercials on TV. It's, it's almost time. It's happening. But there's still plenty of time, and there's plenty of hot days ahead. We know what we've been coming off of just the past couple of weeks. Ambient Comfort is offering a back-to-school discount of $50 off any repair to your air conditioning system or heating system before Labor Day. So if it's something you need to do, get in line and get your appointment. Get it going. We've talked about the signs that your system may need repair. If you've taken notes, if you're not comfortable or you suspect a problem, don't wait. Call Ambient Comfort before a minor problem becomes a major one. You can trust Ambient Comfort to keep your family cool for the rest of the summer. They can repair any system, regardless of who originally installed it, to help you save energy, to increase the life of your system. They want to give you some homework. If your system is getting bad grades, call Ambient Comfort before Labor Day and save $50 off any repair. Visit AmbientComfortNJ.com. That's AmbientComfortNJ.com. And if I've inspired you to call them, tell them that early in the morning sent you. If you prefer to call, 856-213-6586. That's 856-213-6586. Welcome to the Hurley in the Morning program. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, huh? Why is that? Well, because you're on the air. Okay, I know. All right, good. Listen, uh, I just want to comment, boss. Um, uh, I agree totally with your open letter. First off, Jump Street here. Thank you. Uh, I so you, totally. Did you hear totally me? Did you it. hear me talk about it, or did you actually go and read it? No, I read it, thank, and then thank it, you for your readership. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm up at five. And by the way, I like the show that comes on before you now. I really appreciate that. Yeah, Chris has done a great job. Uh, America's First News, it's fast-moving. Uh, it's a terrific show. Uh, it's fair and it's balanced. Uh, it's a great addition to the daily lineup. Yeah, so I agree with your open letter, but I, I tried to get you yesterday. I couldn't get in, but... Yesterday, it was, it was, you know what it was? It was like 10 pounds in a two-pound bag. It was just impossible around here yesterday. I get Yeah. I get it. I get it. But right. I wanted to comment about your when you were speaking about Danny Levinson. Yes. All right? Not only speaking uh, about him, but we spoke to him. Right. Yeah. I, I saw. I heard it all. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I want to tell you what would happen if you put an armed officer and a canine dog in each school. Okay. You want me to tell you what would happen? Well, please do. Those kids 
over a very short amount of time would be so enamored with that dog, they would absolutely wind up loving that dog, and that dog would wind up loving them kids, and they would enjoy coming to school. If not, by, by the way, I do want to. I'm going to be bringing a canine expert onto the program. We we had an initial conversation yesterday, and this is somebody with a tremendous pedigree. I I think it's important to note when you go to Disney World and you see the canine dogs, it's very very clear they wear a. Um, Oh, I forget what that's called now. It's not a sweater, but they wear that that item, that garment, and it will say, you know, you can't touch the dog. Uh, the canine dogs, uh, I think it's a false impression, and, and I, I want to really um, uh, emphasize this point. I am 100% in favor of the police officer, armed police officer, and a canine, but that canine dog isn't um, – I don't believe, unless I'm going to be corrected on this, that's not the friend of the children and the children aren't petting the dog and feeding the dog snacks and stuff like that. That dog is an officer. Uh, and I, I, I don't want that to be the impression because I think it's a false impression. They'll, they'll love it from afar, but I don't believe there'll be a lot of interaction. Uh, I, and I, again, I could be wrong. That dog is going to be there, and that dog gets deployed if there is a situation where there's a, a shooter in the school or some reason to send the dog out uh, to take care of business. But I don't believe it, it's it's not uh, Snoopy, you know, um, hugs, kisses, and love. Uh, it's it's serious business, and, and I don't think uh, they even allow anyone to touch those dogs. Yeah, but Harry, I, I'm, I'm going to push back a little bit on that. I'm telling you, um, the, 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 the officer that's with the dog, his partner, his fellow partner, his fellow trainer is, uh, they can train, this dogs are so highly trained. They, they, he can, they'll know over time that they, they, they know each kid's scent. They know each kid's mannerisms. They know they're so intelligent. You, you, you know, John Dublin, right? Well, very, very well. Of course. Okay, I did. He's, by the way, one of the people I'm talking to. Yeah, well, I went over his house one time, and he wasn't there, and I I knew what to do. I was just doing some outside work, and he has a uh, he's a, he's a retired canine officer. Okay, and he, his dog's retired now, and he yeah. he lives at the house, and he knows that I know his master. He knows he's seen me with him. He's been there. He, he tipped his uh his water ball over one day barking at a rabbit right and he's in a pen in the back and it's not a pen it's like a condo for this thing man it's beautiful uh-huh. but but anyway I, I walked right in that cage and pulled his water up and he was he was playing with me he, he, the neighbors thought I was crazy but he knows that I know the master I'm telling you over time they will get well the- look I'm not saying that over time there wouldn't be familiarity and things like that. But I, I'm pretty sure that I am correct that it does not turn into uh, some lovey-dovey situation. The, 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 the dog is not a pet. The dog is an officer. And the training uh, doesn't really permit that. And again, I'll, I'll harken back to my experience. I'm there quite a bit, three, four times a year. When we're in Disney World, I mean, you strictly – you, you it's it's on the placard it's it's like a billboard walking billboard 
you do not touch the canine dog. You don't touch the canine dog. It's just strictly enforced and impressed upon. Uh, so even your encounter because of your friendship doesn't, I think, change the, the, the training of what goes on uh with with the canine dog that it doesn't get in, involved in this kind of thing up close and and like playing with the children and stuff like that the canine officer does demonstrations and things like that and anybody that's ever been a part of one of those if you have the um either the full suit or you have the arm protection the power in those jaws uh and I'm only basing it on people that I know that have done it it's unbelievable they're 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 incredible at what they do so matt i think there's a um there's a little bit of what you're saying i know is i'm okay with it and i'm I'm not disputing that you had that interaction but i think i think i'm right but i'm gonna i'm gonna double check but i think i'm right that it's it's not going to be um what you said in the school it's going to be very if it happens it's going to be very serious business and the truth is uh, many of these schools are not going to permit it. There's a, there's a um, unfortunate predisposed negative bias where I think a lot of these school districts, this meeting is going to come and go in about, and we have a, a good story on this. Uh, I think we broke it, actually. Uh, and we had the direct interview with the county executive yesterday about it. Uh, I think most of the schools uh, are going to just flat out reject it. And I think they're making a big mistake. They are a soft target right now. That, that man that shot up the movie theater had like dozens of movie theaters to choose from. He picked the one that was in a gun-free school zone because he knew that he would be the only armed person in the theater. So that's um, something the school should consider. Why be a soft target when you don't have to be? Imagine if they would have had the presence that we're talking about in in the recent example with the horrific shooting and and I actually the very poor law enforcement uh response was really should never happen again i can't imagine with the way police officers are trained that it could ever happen once but if you're given an order you can't go in you'd have to violate the order in order to um to change what happened there but um I hear you, Matt. I think you're wrong on this point, but I, I, I will stand corrected uh, if it is as you say, but I don't think it is. We're going to come right back to your calls right after the break. Please don't go away. You will be next, and you'll be right after that, and we have plenty of time to get you both in. Don't go away. This is Early in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Hi, Larry Elder here. I never really thought much about how aches and pains can reduce a person's quality of life until pain started keeping me from living my best life. Just a few years ago, using the stairs was difficult because of the back pain. Then I found Relief Factor, a 100% drug-free solution for aches and pains. Within a week, I was on my way back to being pain-free. Now I have my life back. I take Relief Factor every single day. Relief Factor can help your body fight the inflammation that causes joint and muscle pain and the other aches and pains that come with everyday life. Treat yourself to feeling better. Move more, live more, and just enjoy your life more with Relief Factor. 
Join me and more than a half a million others. Get started today with your three-week quick start for only $19.95. About 70% go on to order more because it worked for them. Go to relieffactor.com to order now. That's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. Relieffactor.com. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back to your calls at 609-407-1450 on the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, all because of you. South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. We thank you for that. This is Harry Hurley for Batteries Plus Bulbs. I'm a huge fan. Uh, from the first time I met owner Roy and I met Scott and their team, they're fantastic. They have stores in Northfield, New Jersey at 900 Tilton Road, which is directly next to Broadcast Center. We, we share a common parking lot. So if you, if you inadvertently pulled in to Broadcast Center, you could just sneak your way right through and you'd be right at Batteries Plus Bulbs. The store is incredibly well-maintained, well-appointed. Roy Scott and their team, extraordinarily service-minded. They have creative solutions to fix your cell phones, tablets, batteries for your various power tools, cars, boats, motorcycles, golf carts, and other devices. It's it's actually incredible. You'll see from the tiniest watch battery that, that that's smaller than your pinky fingernail uh, to very large batteries, car batteries, and beyond. A reminder, shop local. Shop batteries plus bulbs. Tell Roy and Scott that I sent you early in the morning. Also, if you have a bad break and you drop your phone or something happens like that, they have all the parts for the older models right up until the newest models. Incidentally, I wonder if my DME knows this. I was reading yesterday. I'm excited about this. It's a tiny little thing, but Apple technology stopped showing the percentage of your battery life without dragging down the uh, screen a little bit. And it, it's a space issue with one of the um, the ports or something, I understand. But in the beta testing of the 16.0, I think, maybe it's 16.5, uh, update they're going to put that back it's not known yet whether with the actual update that will come out because this is a beta test at the moment they they've cracked this they they can put that back on the front screen the home screen as opposed to having you drop it down then you can see it you know you can see that little battery and then you see the space and you think you know but like if i looked at my phone right now i don't know if it's 60% or 75%, it's it's tough to tell. So I drag it down and it's actually 65% right now. But when that used to light up on the front screen, I liked it. So these are little things. But anyhow, batteries plus bulbs, they've got the screens, they've got all the things you need, and you don't need an, an appointment. Just stop in for quick service. I will tell you this, and I think I'm I'm gonna be in the my battery is 10 years old of my car. How how long can this baby live so at some point i'm going to be going probably in the near future proactively i'll go into batteries plus bulbs because they'll install it right on the spot saves you a lot of time and effort and if you don't really know how to do that kind of thing and connect the terminals and all of this they'll do all that for you and then they'll dispose of the old battery which is heavy and something you won't have to worry about so don't get lost in the whole big box store 
you know, uh, itis of wandering around and all of that, uh, choose batteries plus bulbs and tell them that I sent you early in the morning. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hey, good morning. I totally enjoyed your segment with the cardiologist. Um, I wanted to ask her a question, but I couldn't get in. Uh, Let me ask you, did you call, though? Because if you called, I didn't realize you called. No, I didn't call. I didn't know if you were taking calls. Oh, yeah, I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time, call in, please. Okay. Yeah. What I wanted to tell you about the uh, canine, they are trained, but not only are they trained, it goes along into their breeding and their innate intellect. Sometimes you get a dog that's a dud, but sometimes you don't. And this is this is intellect and breeding. And, uh, and, by, and by the way, let me just stipulate something, because Matt's a friend and I'm just trying to be nice. I know, I know what I was talking about. That dog does not become a play toy with the kids. They don't touch the dog. They're not allowed to touch the dog. And the presence of the dog is for police purposes and they do a great job you didn't do anything wrong yeah you're fine okay thanks uh what i want to say is these dogs are so smart and so astute if i can use that term to describe a dog they can detect friend or foe they know they can detect friend or foe i wanted to mention uh Several years ago, I went on a uh, trip to Jamaica, which isn't really the safest place in the world. But uh, I went with a group. We were staying at an all-inclusive. Long story short, uh, upon our departure, we had to leave Jamaica and then fly into Miami. Miami Airport's a zoo. Mm. It's third world Banana Republic. You had to follow the colored dots on the floor to get to your right station wow because there were so many languages yeah i don't know if it's still like that but oh it was horrible anyway before you got on the plane to leave jamaica they had sniffer dogs sniffer dogs went up and down the lines up and down the lines of luggage yeah we had we had that in orlando um as recently as july 4th weekend when i flew and you can't get anything past them if you've got any marijuana or any type of drug paraphernalia, their ability to sniff that out is is incredible. Right. It was absolutely amazing. I saw people, Harry, being cut out of a line by the dog. The dog decides whether you get on the plane or not. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, if the, it's called a hit. If the dog has a hit... Yeah, that uh, police officer is just taking you right out of the line. They zip, unzip the, uh, the, the the stanchion, and away you go. Uh, and I, I'm not aware that they ever miss. Uh, they smell they smell the marijuana or the drug or whatever, and that's that. Jenny, we'll talk again when your time permits. I promise we were going to get two calls in, so I've got to go for now. Today's final call of a great program. You've made it that way uh, is you, and you're on the air. Thanks for calling in. So somebody that wants to call in is having a conversation uh, with somebody else. Let me let me see if they uh, can hear the tone one more time, and then we'll just we're not going to have enough time to take the call. Caller, are you there? All right. Well, I tried. I, I even recognize voices. That's that's Al, I believe. 
having a conversation uh, with someone else. Uh, in the few minutes that we have, thank you for a great morning. We don't take any of this for granted. We have a wonderful program tomorrow. I'm looking forward to all of it. We'll do what we do in the 6 o'clock hour. You will do what you do in the 7 o'clock hour in Wide Open Forum. We're going to have an amazing discussion. See, it's come to, to just to front and center to my mind that there has never been a summer season in this region's history where we have had this much music entertainment. Think about the um, the recent country concerts, the upcoming country concerts. I mean, so many performances. It's incredible, actually. Then you throw on top of that the regular Atlantic City concert schedule that Carmen Murata does. Uh, also what Carmen does in Summer's Point and also what's going on at the Ocean City Music Pier. So with Don, we will be discussing that tomorrow in the 8 o'clock hour. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, he agreed with me, incidentally, and, and I, I, it was just my own layperson's take. I was just looking at the sheer volume of what's been going on and, it, and, you know, and doing this for over 30 years. I just don't recall, and even 10 years as a casino executive, I don't recall this much entertainment ever. And not everything I'm talking about right now, that's not even counting the casino entertainment schedule, which is off the charts. So I, I said that I believe it's the most music concert type events that we've ever had. Don completely without hesitation agreed. Then in the nine o'clock hour, we have the air boss and we have the official air show announcer for the meet AC Atlantic city air show. That's going to be a lot of fun.